Are you struggling to find clarity in your business and your goals? I think every business owner struggles that at some point or another. So don't worry, because if you stick around, my next guest is going to be sharing all about it. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back. I'm Jen Vasquez using my proven Pinterest marketing method. I help hyper busy female service providers create one marketing workflow to book more clients, increase their income and impact in about an hour a week. And I host expert interviews on marketing in general, just for you to get other opinions. If marketing is something that you really want to learn about for your business or get better at follow our podcast or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Today, I am really excited to be chatting with Jessica Hastings Lesperance of the Terry Hastings Real Estate Team, Keller William Realtor Realty Center. Fierce and epic all in one, Jessica is really a rock star and she has been raised with real estate and has had a front row seat her entire life to some of the top producing realtors in all of Canada. As an inspiring entrepreneur, she is also a co-owner, marketing visionary, director of operations, and a realtor at the Terry Hastings Real Estate Group. Keller Williams Realty Centers, one of the top producing teams in all of Canada as a real estate investor, a coach, speaker, and writer. She has been featured on major media outlets such as podcasts, real estate, TV talk shows, and various magazines for her work. Recently, she has been awarded one of Canada's top fitness instructors for 2023 by Impact Magazine. Jessica also has a drive and a passion for her community, making an extensive impact by contributing to local initiatives such as hospitals and homeless shelters. She continues to inspire. Welcome, Jessica. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm pumped to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, okay. Well, it's no surprise to our listeners or watchers that I love to start with this question. How did you get where you are today doing what you are doing today, which is a lot in business? It is. You know, it's funny. This week alone, so many people have asked me this question. How did you get there and how do you do it all? You know what? So first is passion. I love what I do. And as the intro said, I've been raised with real estate. So my parents have had that business for over 18 years now. So it has been something I have been raised with. I've had a front row seat watching, learning. So the real estate aspect of me has always been there. I, I've been living it and breathing it. It's just really a matter of time when I jumped in from that perspective. If we back up a little bit about six years ago, I was actually, if we want to know the biggest shift for me 
was when my dad passed away and our whole family was going through grief and anxiety. Our, our first son was just starting JK. And I always say it was pain with purpose and trying to learn how the brain worked so I could help my son go back to school. That's how everything really shifted for me. I dove in I actually became a trauma-informed uh, yoga instructor through Yoga Fit Canada, and the brain fascinated me, and I actually always worked with a life coach and a business coach, and my one life coach is a world-renowned coach, and she teaches um, senior execs all over the world, and she took me on, and she taught me almost everything I know about brain theory, the RAS system, the parasympathetic nervous system, you know, how we communicate. NLP. And I use all this. So the really big shift was when dad passed, I kind of decided I'm going to do everything I want to do. And I'm going to do it now. I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of looking for validation from other people. And I'm going all in every time. Even coming on this podcast, I have a little, you know, mantra. Are you going to go all in? Yep. I'm in. And that was a shift for me. And every opportunity that comes, I'm open, I'm ready, I'm grateful. And if it doesn't work out, it's simply a learning opportunity. And that is how I kind of got to where I am. The big shift with dad. And I am a realtor. I got my license uh, this January. It's a very long process. So in the middle of COVID, you know, two kids being online learning, having no internet, living in the bush, just built my house. We had four previous businesses. We sold everything and we have three kids now. We went all in real estate. And of course I have my yoga studio on the side because I love it. <laughs> that's, that's the passion, but it also makes it money. That's, that's yes. nice, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive right into the meat of today's interview. How okay. would you define clarity in the context of business and goals and why is it important for success? Yeah. So I would define clarity as when I coach, teach, and speak to me is we have to understand our why in business. If we don't know where we're going, we don't know our why. There's one of the famous quotes, if you know your why, you know your way. And when I ask people, well, what's the reason why you want to do business? What's your purpose? You know, what's your pain with purpose, your passion with purpose? And sometimes they look at me and they pause and then they think about it. And, you know, really, sometimes a lot of people just don't know, which I love because that only means we get to dig a little bit deeper and try and figure it out. So I actually broke that down for our audience. So it was quick to grab for them into three parts. So what our why is and why it's important. So first, what is our why? So it's that, that feeling that gets us out of bed. It's that passion, that drive. It's everything we want to go for more. It's, you know, some people, it takes a really long time to figure out, but it's going to get us up and going in the morning, especially being self-employed. There is no one saying, get up and go to work today, right? We yeah. all have those days. <laughs> I got to get up, but there's no one being like, come on, let's go. You can, you can do it. <laughs> so it's, it's really finding that drive, that passion. 
And it's going to lead the way. It's going to focus us on the purpose of our business, which I love. So one is we have to understand why it's important because it's going to move us through the challenges of our career and the positives of our career. So both those things. The second part is how do we figure out our why? Really tricky question. And I was actually on another call one day and this coach broke it down, I thought just amazingly. What the coach said, and we can use this today, is break it down into seven parts. So your seven layered why. And you keep, so first you write down, most people say, I want more time with family. So let's say that's number one. So I would say, okay, how come? And then you write the next part down. And I keep asking, how come? And you get down to your seven layers and then you realize it's a core value. And most core values are as strong as, I wanna be an independent woman, do it on my own and not rely on anyone else. You see the difference between I want more time with family to I'm gonna own it and this is mine because if I ever need to do it on my own, I can. Big, big difference. So yeah. break it down to seven layers. I, I've done that also. And you think you can't break it down even more and you can't like you push through and you really do. It does come down to, to that core belief. I agree with that. Yeah. And you know what? It takes a really long time. I was helping another teammate. It took us about an hour of asking how and what questions those two and eventually we figured it out. And then we need to remember what that is and use it going forward. So I think that's also the part sometimes that we'll drop off of where, oh, I know my why, this is great. Although, but how do I use it? You know, people sometimes get confused. Well, I understand the purpose of it, but I don't really understand how to access it or how to take the action on it. So the third part is when we are challenged in our business or something is even going well, we can remind ourselves, hey, so we chose to do this because I want to be an independent woman or a man to support my family. So if that's our why, we're going to get up in the morning. We're going to go for that deal. We're going to close that unit or pitch the next project, right? Like it is so strong. You can feel it in your skin. I always say it's that smile on the face that no one can ever figure out. Why is she always so happy? Because <laughs> her why <laughs> is so strong. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, she's one focused person or the man. You know, it's it's so clear when we're talking clarity that we just absolutely know what our purpose is and how we're using it going forward. And a bonus part I would say is what I see sometimes is people use their why as to why they don't work their business. Isn't that interesting? For example, let's say my why was I want more time to go skiing with my family. Okay, great. So let's go do the actions of our business in order to give us that leverage time to work and get there. And then someone's saying, okay, you know, my business isn't going really well. I don't know what's happening. You know, I'm not getting the sales. And then I'll say, okay, well, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm skiing. Oh, <laughs> okay. So is it fair to say you're using your why as to why you're not running your business? So you're skiing when you're not taking the actions to really set that time block up instead using those action points to get there. So it's 
really understanding, oh my gosh, I am using it as a reason as to why I'm not working my business, which is kind of funny. I, I would agree with that as well. It, it, it can sometimes be the reason why you don't, or we could use our work as a reason why we don't end up going skiing <laughs> as well yeah. when that's our why. And so we're denying ourselves because we're telling ourselves a story of, I have to be working every single day. Um, so yeah, I could definitely cut both ways. How does having a clear vision impact decision-making and prioritization in your business? Absolutely. This is a really good question and I'm a good example of it. So when we had four businesses, three kids, we were flipping houses, building houses. We had, oh, 13 staff going to the wrong job, you know, almost the wrong tree got cut down one time with their tree business. So was the focus there? No. Were we yes people? Yes. But as I've learned, we need to learn to say no more. So if I didn't have that clarity, which back then we were eager, we were young, we wanted to do it all, right? So if I was able to focus down and narrow down, one good quote I love is find one thing uncommon and do it uncommonly well. Pick the one thing, right? So that's where I remember coming home and saying, I'm done, sell it all. It's time for real estate. And that was our passion. So I recommend if people do have their hands in a lot of items, if it's working for you, great, because I'm guessing you're leveraging it. You have your managers, you have your project managers in place. That's wonderful. Although if you're overwhelmed, like I was not getting the finance, like the family time, not having the financial security that I thought by owning all these businesses, then our vision and our clarity wasn't there. I had to go back to my why, do the seven layers and think, am I really working harder or smarter. And to me, both are okay, actually. It's in the moment what I pick. And then we are working harder. And now I've learned to shift at certain points to pick which one works best. Perfect. That's that's amazing. Um, how can our audience stay motivated and focused on their goals when they encounter roadblocks or setbacks along the way as we always have? Yep. And we'll always have those setbacks. You know, every day something pops up to me, it's okay. What are we learning today? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Take it as a learning opportunity versus a something's always stopping me, you know, and wallowing a little bit in that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Take the learning opportunity, put the flame out, move to your focused item, you know, think of that 90% of what that clarity is. To me, it's mindset. It's, you know, really focusing on that. I call it the millionaire mindset and it's not a monetary item. This is my, my way of saying it's a life by design. And I, again, I broke it down to five parts. So for me, I kind of called it secrets. You know, I'm sharing the secrets with you. Millionaire mindset just for fun. Um, and to me, so number one would be not trying to do it all. And again, I'm that example, right? My husband and I were, yes, 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 yes. We'll do this. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Opportunities are flowing in. I'm still all in. And then it just crumbled and it was stressful and it was chaos. Although all that chaos definitely was learning experiences, but I would say, you know, fast forward, take the learning from people who've done it and don't try to do it all. Start saying no. Because no is going to free you up into that clarity, into the focus of what you need to be in order to get that one thing of what you want, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And then secret two, I'd say is leverage your time. So for me as an example, you know, hiring an assistant, then we hired a nanny and an assistant. We had project managers, we had staff, we had a cleaner. We had to leverage it out. We had to pick the areas that were stressful that we needed help with. And a key note here is to accept the help. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> I, hit one, didn't I? <laughs> I, 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 I would agree with that a hundred percent. I feel yeah. like oftentimes, especially entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, they think that like they're going to be the one to best do the work. And oftentimes that's not the case. And where should we be focused on? on generating business and doing our marketing that we need to do to get leads and business coming in. And do we really need to be spending an hour creating a graphic for Instagram? I'm thinking no. And you talked really importantly also, I think, about outsourcing. And um, and you talked about your nanny. And for me, the way that I tend to outsource is for my personal life. Like I use Instacart to do all my grocery grocery shopping. I am not going to the grocery store. I have a house cleaner. I have those things make me better able to focus on my business and my goals um, without having to worry about that other stuff that I don't even enjoy anyway. <laughs> it's true. If you're like me, you know, I see cleaning. I'm, I just can't sit yet until it's clean. And that's, you know, something I'm working on, but it's also, I think it's just a girl thing sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And what's secret number three? Yeah, I'd say it's probably one of the most important secrets. It's caring for clients. And I think we were chatting about this beforehand. It was serving and solving, not selling. And there's a huge difference. Give, give me an example of that, because I think that a lot of people feel like um, a lot of people don't sell their businesses enough because they're very uncomfortable in that space um, or they're selling too much and they're not sort of delivering good free information at the same time. So how would somebody balance those? Yeah, that's a really good question. So for serving and selling, you know, it's working on the relationship building, talking about their friends or family the client's dreams, you know, just really getting to know them and building that rapport. And then as we do that, we start picking up on the cues of, oh, you know, for me, oh, they're looking for a property or they're looking to sell. And it's, it's not, I'm not selling them because they already know, like, and trust me. So if I can create that relationship, the serving and solving comes, the serving is I'm, I'm fixing what they're looking for with my resources and who I am. And then I'm solving something that they've told me they need help with, if that makes sense. Then you don't have to sell because they yeah. are, they know that, you know, we all know that they need our help. It is kind yeah. of a no brainer at that point to work with us. I agree yeah. with that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what three things have helped you to grow your business? This could be anything from tools to advice or just whatever. I always love this question. So coaching, absolutely. You know, when dad passed, I had three coaches. We, we, you hear it all the time. I know. And have a variety of them. We have three life. We have two business coaches and a life coach. And they all teach differently um, and, and different parts they're strong at, right? 
And don't be afraid to, to poke around and find one that does work for you. You know what I mean? Interview them, get to know them. I would say the second one is letting go of ego and instead using it as your passion with you. So we all have our amygdala, our ego, but we need to learn to walk with it, not let it walk the forward. So I always say letting go of the need to be right. Because in business, when you're a high producing team, you have everything coming at you and you got to forgive quick, move on, learn, adjust, solve, and you need to do it effectively and efficiently. And if your ego gets in the way, it's just going to be conflict all day. So for me, it was letting go of ego. And then the third one, which I think is just super awesome, is called being the creator. You know, for example, in business, no one has the business we have. We had to create that. So I have to go and create what I want, right? So if I want, you know, to have more family time, I need to figure out my schedule to go do that. You know, it was kind of back in the day where we had our four businesses and we started from the ground up with nothing. I had to create the income. I had to create the clients. I had to go create the events because people were beating me to the events. So I started having my own events. So I couldn't get, you know, I could get the table and be the vendor. So I had to keep creating what I wanted, focus and passion for sure. Amazing. Before we get to the gift that Jessica is sharing with our audience, tell everyone about the services that you provide. I know you're in Canada. We do definitely have listeners in Canada um, because in case they're thinking about, oh my God, I love her. I want to find out more of what she's doing and I, and, or I need her help. Yeah. So I'm on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, I have a couple uh, links so you can find me at um, Raised with Real Estate, the Terry Hastings Real Estate Group. Uh, Cedar Wellness Studio is our yoga studio. And YouTube, of course, I actually have a book coming out in August about anxiety and back to school, which I'm pumped for. So keep an eye out for that. And then I have another book coming out next fall about being fearless in business and kind of what we talked about today, you know, getting all the details in there. And um, what I'm giving away is a clarity cheats sheet. Um, Yay! I know everyone's going to want that. By the way, all of the links that she talks about are all down below. So don't panic. You can, if you're out walking your dog or you're taking your kids to school, you can go ahead and go online and get, get all of these links. Excellent. Thank you you so much for your valuable advice and your time today. If you guys have found some ideas and tips that you can implement in your business, we definitely would love for you to leave a review on the podcast or follow us on our YouTube channel. Now go out there and do something good for your business, like snagging Jessica's gift and then taking action. And I always say this, so you're probably rolling your eyes at this moment, but you can get all the education in the world. You can watch all the YouTube channels. You can listen to all of the podcasts, but if you don't take at least one thing and put it into action in your business, you're not really going to be growing as a business. So go out there and take action, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.